Welcome to the So She Did podcast, where we show you how to live an empowered, in control, and confident lifestyle. It's time to stop letting life happen to you and start making life happen for you. I'm Holly, beauty blogger and digital marketer. And I'm Michaela, content creator and dance teacher. Whether it's your self-image, career, relationships, or health, we're your new BFFs. Tune in for some fucking great advice. And oh yeah, we swear a little. You are listening to episode four of So She Did Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about motherhood and the stigmas behind it, the challenges that we face as women in our generation. Yeah, and we thought the perfect person to come on today would be Tay, our Instagram friend. Tay, do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. Thank you guys so much for having me. I'm super excited to be a part of this. Um, I'm Tay, and I am a 25-year-old mom. (laughs) which is cool because we're all different in different stages. Yeah, we wanted to explore the different dynamics that we might have as mothers or anyone at this age, um, our viewpoints on motherhood. And so we thought it was perfect that we have Tay, who has a child already, me, who is about to have a child, and then Holly, who doesn't have one yet, but, you know, would be considering it in the next few years. Yeah. And how nowadays it's almost like taboo to have a kid if you're not like 30 already because everyone really celebrates the travel and get your career established and make sure you have the perfect man and all that. Exactly. Right. That's why we're doing this because Tay isn't like crazy for having a kid at 25. That's not super, super young. She's not like a 16 year old with a kid, but (laughs) yeah, the stereotypes. But like, seriously, like at this, like in this day and age, people will act like you are so young. Like someone legit said to me one day, so I'm assuming you didn't have to do this on purpose because you're so young and I'm like I mean I'm 24 (laughs) I can responsibly take care of a child but yeah yeah (laughs) that leads us into our um our first question for you um what were your biggest fears when getting pregnant young was it on purpose was it an accident we're just coming right at you right off the (laughs) get-go I love it so um Actually, I was married at the time when I got pregnant, but it was super unexpected. I got pregnant one week after my wedding. Wow. Um, so yeah, I just jumped into it. <laughs> Literally. So good. <laughs> yeah. So um, my husband at the time was in the military and he knew he was going to deploy. So we had like one, of, you know, like a quick courthouse wedding and just because we knew he was leaving and he was dead set on having a kid. And I was like, no, you know, I don't want kids ever, but if I do, it's going to be a while down the road. So no. And he was like, like, I want a kid now. So of course, a week later after our wedding, I got pregnant and I was terrified. Um, Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't have a job because I just up and left my job and moved hours away from home to be with you because you're in the military. (laughs) Because we didn't live together until after we got married. Wow. Yes. So I was so scared. I had no idea what I was going to do. And I would say on my end, it was an accident. And maybe on his end, it was on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So I mean, what did you say? Like, when it happened, were you like, Oh, my gosh, what am I gonna do? Like, did you have any like, uh Oh, like, I don't know if I can handle this. Like, what were your fears? Yeah, so he told me like, before I took the test, he was like, you're pregnant. And I was like, there's no way. And he's like, I know you are. So I took the test. Of course, I ended up being pregnant. I cried. And then I told him, well, you have to make me waffles because you did this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but after that, my fears were just like, I don't even know how to be a mom. Like, I don't have kids around me. And I don't know what it takes to be a mom. Like, I I never wanted kids. So 
I was like, there's no way I can do this. I don't even know what I'm doing <laughs> with my own life. I just got married a week ago. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. What a story. This is totally unexpected, but also really like brings a lot of uniqueness to your story, I think, of people who may relate to that. People who are getting married young to people who are going off in the military and they have those fears and you kind of have to grow up quick. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you do. You definitely do. And I know there's a lot of people, like you said, that, you know, look at you crazy because you're married young or you have kids young. But I think, honestly, it's just to each their own. Like, you may not even be ready, but you'll become ready. Like, it just kind of happens. It's the weirdest thing. And they come and then you're just like, oh, okay. Maybe I do know. And then there's days that I cry and I drink half a bottle of wine. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I really have no idea. I'm just kind of like living life. <laughs> but I don't know what I'm doing here. Yeah, that's crazy because it's kind of similar to my story. I, not that I've always wanted kids and I know I've known that. But like I didn't really know what I was doing with my life. So like I just went through my periods like, oh, like I wish I was married young. So I could have had a kid at 21. And then I've had yeah. people like, I'm going to wait until I'm 30. And I've gone to Europe <laughs> five times. Right. But, like then when I met Brandon, we only dated for seven or eight months when we got pregnant. And um, it wasn't an accident. I wouldn't say it was on purpose either. It was like kind of a mixture of both. We knew what we were doing, but at the same time, we just yeah. still was unex- unexpected. But like, he was so excited. It's like everything he wanted. I wanted a kid, but I was just like, I was way more unsure than he was. And so like, he knew before me and he was like, I think you're pregnant. You need to take a test. And I'm like, Ugh. leave me alone. Yeah. No, I'm not. Leave me alone. <laughs> right. And sure enough, I was, but it, I mean, I was scared. I, I was scared out of my mind. I think I like, yeah. Then I cried at first. <laughs> Called I definitely did. And I'm like, I can't do this. Like, I can't do this. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to be fat. I don't even know. Like, you're right. Like, your body. Everything. Oh, that's the first thing I worried about. I was like, I've been going to the gym. I finally gave right. the body I wanted. And... Yeah. I would think exactly. your biggest fear, Michaela, is like your body changing in a way, and obviously labor, but. Oh my God. I was been so scared about my body and I'm just in a, in a mess of anxiety in the first place. So I just didn't even know Me if labor too. was I could handle mentally <laughs> yes. and physically. Like I was like, I'm going to be one of those people who passes out as soon as I go into labor. Right. So I was terrified. And then I would read about it. And I asked people about it. And I would hear the most awful things. Mm -hmm. And I had myself literally worked up to be like, you know, so terrified, but I swore like, you know, I'm going to do this all natural, like no drugs. Oh God, (laughs) me. 12 hours into labor. I was like that. I need that epidural stat. Bring it. (laughs) Right. So like, you know, everyone's labor story's different. And I don't want to terrify you. But in the moment, I, it is so painful. I won't even lie to you. It is. But then afterwards, it's like you worried all this time, but like your adrenaline almost kicks in and it's kind of like you don't really have a choice. You just kind of do it. Yeah. It's <laughs> and it's beautiful. painful, but obviously you make it through. So, right. For me, just labor and any kind of like surgery in general freaks the fuck out of me. Like, me too. <laughs> I am beyond scared of getting pregnant. Like, I think if I did right now, I would for real be really really scared I would cry and it would be rough but like at the end of the day I would be really happy and I would make it work because I I have baby fever pretty bad and (laughs) my boyfriend for sure like is excited to have a baby at some point but you know I'm on the other side of the spectrum like you guys are pregnant or had a baby young I am like totally trying to push it off as far as I can (laughs) but if it happens it happens and I will 
own it and be a good mom. I know I would be, but in a way I am a little selfish right now and I'm okay with that. And I think once you do have a baby, you become unselfish because you have to be and you have to figure it out because you have someone else's life in your hands. It's, it's funny how like we're all different, but I'm like fully support anyone who can make it work so young. And I um, I think that's the coolest thing. But for me, I know what I need. You guys are like women to me, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the thing too. I feel like it's better to know that I'm young and I want to be selfish right now. So I'm not going to have kids versus having a kid and then being like, well, I'm still young. I still should be able to be selfish. So, you know, it's better to just know that right now is not the time for you and wait till you are, you know, ready in a sense versus bringing a kid in when you're not ready to give up certain parts of your life because you do have to. Yeah, 100%. So our next question is, what are the biggest stigmas you've heard regarding pregnancy or motherhood and especially being young? Yeah. And how do you react to them? And how do they make you feel? Hmm, That is a good question. So well, honestly, now that I'm a single mom, um, I hear it more than when I was married. But even then being young, it was like, you know, you wasted your life, like you wasted your 20s. Oh my god. You waste like you wasted your whole life because now you had a kid. I'm like, what my whole life? Like, (laughs) right? Like, so in my opinion, yeah, I mean, having your child young, you do have to give up parts of your 20s, but that's not your whole life. You know, my mom had me when she was 21. And me and my mom are closer than ever. We have girls weekends, we go out on wine trips, like we have the best time together. And honestly, I would rather run around with my daughter young and have the energy to keep up with her. And then when she's older, be able to be close and, you know, be open and be best friends versus, you know, wasting my life. (laughs) So true. You guys are adorable together, by the way. Love your Instagram. Yeah, so <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> warms my heart. She gives me a run for my money. That is for sure. She keeps me on my toes. <laughs> I think that's literally what toddlers are put on this earth to do. Right? Literally. I swear. Like, I had no idea. Like, people tell you, like, you know, the terrible twos. And there are days. I am not kidding you. I'm like, I want to fucking scream my head off. Like, I, you're not listening to me. You have terrorized <laughs> my whole house. I'm gonna put you back where you came from start opening your legs up exactly (laughs) (laughs) exactly there are days I just can't and then there's literally other days that she drives me insane and then I put her to bed at night and then like an hour goes by and I'm like oh I miss you I'm so bored I don't know what to do without you or like she gives you a smile and you're like oh yes (laughs) and she'll come up to me and be like mama kiss I'm like I don't know what to do (laughs) (laughs) so that kind of brings us to the next question what are your biggest challenges as a young working mom like I mean you've got so much on your plate you've got your Instagram basically your blog and your your company sure so I actually started my company when I was seven months pregnant so I am a virtual assistant and I run a virtual assistant company mostly for wedding vendors like um, wedding photographers wedding planners and DJs all across the United States And I feel like I'm so grateful that I got pregnant when I did, because if it wasn't for my daughter, I don't even know that I would have started my company um, because I actually started it to be a stay at home mom. Um, When I got pregnant, I knew I did not want to go back to my job and I didn't want to go back working and put her in daycare. So what can I do to stay at home? And that was what helped me start my business. So honestly, without her, I wouldn't have it. But there are days that it gets harder. You know, the older she gets, 
it gets a lot harder to manage working at home and trying to be super focused on eight clients work in one day. And then, you know, having to get up and feed her and change her and making sure that she's having everything she needs. And I'm still paying attention to her and taking time out of my day to play with her, trying to manage on top of that, doing the Instagram and, you know, reaching out to brands or going to visit with brands in town or picking up clothes and then shooting. And at the whole time, you know, being a single mom, she's with me 24 seven, like she, you know, doesn't go to daycare. And there's a part of me that thinks maybe she should because she's getting a little older, she needs more kid interaction, because she's, she is very independent and plays on her own <laughs> very well. But and, after her mom. <laughs> yeah, but she's a kid. So I don't want to completely take that from her. Right. You know, so maybe a few hours a day, I'd need to do that. But it does become challenging. But then I, I think back to myself, you know, if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't probably have any of this. So I'm just thankful that I do get to work from home and work the hours pretty much I want to work and still be a full-time mom. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I really, I really think that the, like the business idea that you have is like super, super smart and clearly it's working for you. There's not a day that I get up and I'm like, Oh, I don't want to work. Like I hate work. I never feel that it is the best feeling to like genuinely just love what you do. Wow. And then also be at home. So it, it's a hard work because the first two years I felt like I almost put more money out than I brought in. But then I hit my second year and I started profiting and I was like, oh, this is the life. Like, this is what I worked so hard for. We are so happy for you. That's yeah, awesome. Thank like, you. I people aspire to do that. You, you just, you did the shit. Right. <laughs> With a kid. Yeah. With a kid. And sometimes I look back, people are like, oh my God, like you're a business owner. Like, that's insane. And to me, like, I don't even think of myself as that. I just think of like, like, this is just my job, but I am. So whenever women or people in general just want to know, like, how do you do it? Like, how do you start a business? I am so like happy to just tell anyone because there's not a lot of secrets. It's just a lot of hard work, but I'll share any information I have to help someone else succeed. Like, that's what life should be about. Right. I will be in contact later. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Anything. Seriously. I'm seven months pregnant now. And I thought the same thing the other day. I said to bring it in. I'm like, I need to start something that I can do like right here, like from home. Yeah. I mean, I am a dance teacher, but it doesn't bring in enough income. Exactly. Did your future plans change when you got pregnant? I would say maybe because at the time before getting pregnant, you know, I was newly married and I married someone in the military and I was like oh like I'm gonna have like this honeymoon and like this married life and find my career and start this you know new path with a career because I'm leaving my old job then I got pregnant and then I felt like I had more clarity almost as like more drive like what I wanted to do and like I was more driven to find my career and find myself that I would say if any plans did change they changed for the better or they changed the way they should have. Yeah, I think Michaela's a lot like that too. Like you've had this crazy amount of drive recently, like starting <laughs> the podcast, like I know. being a boss bitch on your blog. <laughs> yes, girl, you go. I think it's almost Love it. nesting a little bit yes. because yeah. like, you know, you're what you wanted to get the home ready, but it's really hard to have a home ready if you're not financially ready. Yeah. So like, yeah, I think that's been a part of it for sure. So I don't know. I go back and forth. Like some days I'm like, I think I'm doing too much of this. Some days I'm like, I'm definitely not doing enough. 
Um, oh, I have those days all the time. It's so normal. <laughs> and I'm not pregnant anymore. <laughs> well, it's like, it's a curse. Yeah. I feel like that too. Yeah. I never feel like I'm doing enough. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, let me add five more things and maybe that's right? Yeah. Probably not, but close. Because we, well, we have this, and this is again, a part of the stigma, I think, of motherhood. But in our society, like, we just really value working really fucking hard. Mm, right? Like, Americans are known to be lazy, but it's, I feel like we're lazy because we have to work 40 hour work weeks. Yeah. Doing that we like really don't want to do. Right. And so like on top of working a 40 hour work week, you know, we're supposed to be doing all this stuff for ourselves and supposed to be making something of ourselves outside of work. And so we're really taught that nothing is ever enough. Like we always need to be doing more. That kind of leads me to the question of like, do you give yourself some me time? So that's a great question. Um, Before getting pregnant, I was a Hooters girl for six years. So that means like my nails were done every two weeks. My toes were done every two weeks. I was always going to the salon. I swear to God, I lived in the salon. Probably such a waste of money. And then after I had my daughter, like I do an uh, in-home tanner and I paint my own nails and I paint my own toes and I only go get a haircut. I color my own hair. Like all those things I used to go to the salon and do. Now I just do it to myself because... For one, it saves money. And then two, I just can't go to the salon for hours every week and bring my toddler because she's not going to sit there. So <laughs> you have to find other ways. Um, I will tell you that her bedtime, I utilize like no other. I watch my shows. <laughs> I drink some wine, take a bubble bath, do a face mask. I never thought I would have to be a single mom. And obviously I got divorced um, last year. And I thought at that point that I have no idea what I'm doing. Like, I've had another person help me around the house, help me with my daughter. Like if I need to go to the store, I just go in my car and go down the street and he'd keep her. And now it's like, everything is a process of like bringing her with me. And I'm carrying 10 bags of groceries up the stairs with a two-year-old and your life completely changes. But at the same time, you just adapt. It is the craziest thing. You don't even think about it. Like it just, it's just your life now. You just <laughs> um, gotta do. Yeah. Right. As far as social life, I would say I have a little social life. <laughs> I mean, a lot of my girlfriends have kids, luckily, so we can do like some date nights in the house and let the kids play. Yeah. I also have like a weird, I meant the weird age too. Then the other half of your friends have no kids and they want to go out and party. And it's just, it's not what I right. do anymore. No. So. Yeah, I feel like for me, leave that in college. It's like, yeah. I'm not even interested and I have no kids and I'm not pregnant or anything like that. I'm, that means you're just super mature, so you go. Yeah, I have friends that still go out and like, sometimes I'll still get invited to things. Like, I know you're pregnant, but if you want to come. Yeah. And it's so nice that people do that. But I'm like, Ugh, even if I wasn't pregnant, I just don't even know if it sounds good anymore. And maybe yeah. it is yeah. pregnant. I have no idea. But like, it's just, it's like a whole different world. And I know somehow people still maintain social lives after they have babies. And I'm not saying that it means they're always bad moms, but I have seen some like pretty terrible moms. There's like, they Same. really prioritize going out and their social like life. Like every over weekend. I'm like, my daughter doesn't even stay with anyone but me. Right. Like ever. Are you guys mom shaming? <laughs> a little. I'm a little bit of a mom shamer. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Just right now. I try Don't get me wrong. Like I probably mom shamed worse before having a kid and then after I realized like yeah my kid throws a fit in Target and sometimes I can't do shit about it and I know it's so embarrassing like my face is bright red and I wish she would stop but I can't get her to stop so 
stop staring at me please right <laughs> you, you want to help then how's like dating for you like do you oh. date the date or are you looking <laughs> we're interested we no, I'm just <laughs> i will say i'm not looking because when you look yeah sometimes yeah. it just ends up bad yeah. um if it happens that's great but i'm at a place now that I'm probably happier with myself and my life than I've ever been. Aww. So if someone doesn't compliment that or like bring, you know, more happiness, I just can't see myself giving that time or energy because I am so busy. Right. Um, but another thing is I truly do not want more kids. So <laughs> that's a big one too, because a lot of people, a lot of guys our age either want more or want kids period. Right. Um, so that's hard. And then of course it's hard dating when, you have a kid because she's comes first and my family's about an hour and a half to two hours away. So it's just a process to get them, you know, to come here to watch her for a few hours so I could go on a date, but never know what the future holds. (laughs) Right. Exactly. I mean, if someone else is going to be with you, they need to accept her as well. So yes, I love that. What you said there, she comes first and I needs to compliment you, not be your whole world. She's your whole world. Exactly. And they have to understand that not only is she my child, but my business is my child. And I take both very seriously and they will come first for a long time. And then, you know, if I were to ever be serious with someone else, then of course they would be a part of that. But she's always going to be the number one in my life and my business might be the number two. So they're going to have to be okay fighting for the number two, three spot. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, Another thing is this is a little off topic. But my child is mixed. Um, Her dad is black, even though she's a white baby. So sometimes that stigma in itself causes issues because, you know, people will be like, well, you know, I can't talk to you or be with you because of this. Or people will say like, oh, well, why would you do that to your child? Like, hello, this is 19. Yeah, like, it's my preference. So oh my God, take it or leave it. That is fucking terrible. Right? People are awful. People say, are so awful. I've heard a girl say before that a guy that she was talking to on a dating site asked her first thing was like, have you ever been with a black guy? Because she was white. And she was like, oh, um, yeah, I have. And he like immediately was like, I can't talk to you. I won't ever talk to a girl. Wow. Black guy. And then I'm just like, oh my God. I hear it. I literally hear it all the time. Like I have a few guy friends that are white and my cousins of course are and they told me the same thing like no guy was ever gonna want to be with you because you like black guys I was like well the black guys will want to be with me and that's the whole point (laughs) (laughs) so like I really don't care about your opinion wow but when I was pregnant with my daughter and you know I had a lot of people say to me um are you not worried she's going to be bullied in school because she's mixed but like there's so many mixed people I don't know first of all there are tons like to me this doesn't seem like radical like this is such a norm one and two I hope you're raising your children to not see color like that's where it starts because she's going to be in school with my peers children so raise your children to not see color people are people right yeah I hope I don't have that issue because my child will be mixed too my fiance is white yeah and um I'm black guys (laughs) (laughs) really (laughs) in case case the case the listeners didn't know now you do um yeah (laughs) this is great oh my god um so yeah I I haven't I haven't had that issue. We live in St. Louis and I feel like KC is probably like kind of similar to St. Louis. So I'm so shocked that like people have that 
yeah mindset kc's not as bad it's like some of the smaller towns on the outskirts or like the suburb areas where it's like very judgmental we get a lot of stares okay or, yeah so no. we do have that because i i work in like small small towns in illinois yeah like there just me being black like going in public like <laughs> the looks sometimes like no one says <laughs> so terrible no tries to be very nice but it's like a black person's here what <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand it. Like, I will never understand. Right? I I know some terrible people of literally every single race. And I know some great people of every single race. And to me, that's enough to be like, it's not the color. It's the person. Right. And truly. The thing that I don't get to is, like, every baby that comes, like, in the next, like, whoever many years, like, are going to be mixed. Let's just be right. And like I said, even though my child's skin tone is very light and she is white, she's still a mixed baby. So, I mean, the tone of her skin doesn't make her better or worse or anything than anyone else. Yeah. So do you have like a schedule you stick by um, with your daughter? So that's a great question. People actually, my family and friends make fun of me because I am so strict with schedules. Like I live by schedules (laughs) my daughter even if she took a longer nap or a shorter nap I still make sure that she's in bed by the same time every night so she is used to being on a schedule even though she's young I feel like she needs one she needs to know that like it's bedtime so I do stick to that and then I work during those times like I get a lot of heavy work done you know, during her nap, or I get meetings done during her nap. So that way I can keep myself on schedule. And then all my meeting times are just the same every day. And then when it comes to the influencer side, that's a little harder because brands will kind of just send you stuff on the fly and then expect you to post within a certain amount of time. And yeah, that can be a little trickier because I got to manage, you know, the mom side plus my business and then getting content shot and get it created and get the filters on and make sure everything's right so I can send it over to be approved and then running a full social media for not only my personal and my business so it does get a little hard but I would say I literally live by schedules (laughs) yeah do you take your own pictures like who takes those your daughter (laughs) yeah yeah she does no that'd be a lot easier if she could (laughs) um Usually it's my mom or my sister, and then I also use a tripod with a timer, um, Bluetooth clicker to take them myself if I have to. It's a little harder that way, but if I if I have to, I'll do it. And then when my daughter's dad comes back to town, my ex-husband, I literally make him do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I take care of our daughter full time because he's in New York, so he's 20 hours away. Oh, wow. Like, so when you're here, you're going to take the pictures for me. Oh my he's God. like, whatever. <laughs> Holy crap. Well, at least he's doing something useful. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Your relationship with your ex-husband, like, what is the dynamic like, like with you guys and your daughter? Like, how do you guys make it work? So it has been, like I said, a year since we have separated. um, And it has been hard. At first, it was a lot harder than now because we were young and we were obviously going through a divorce. So very high emotions and then try to manage, you know, what's important here, which is her and being level-headed for her. Right. Uh, but now we're at the point that we can be mature about the situation and know that it's over and we have both moved on with our lives just in general. So we have an odd situation that's pretty unique to other people and they don't understand it, but it's not for everyone to understand. He does FaceTime her about at least five to six times a week and they talk throughout the day um, so she can still, you know, see face. And then 
he comes to Kansas a few times a year, and then we go to New York every summer for a month and every other Christmas. I mean, I, I feel like you guys are, like, co-parenting really well then. We're trying, and we're definitely getting better. I mean, there's times, of course, that him and I just, we don't see eye to eye on certain things, and we probably won't because we were just raised differently, hence why we were divorced. Um, <laughs> but at the end of the day, we have come a long way in realizing, like, Kennedy's good, she's taken care of. So that's what matters. And as long as she's happy and she's taken care of, then we have to just put our emotions aside because those no longer matter. Yeah. Do you have any tips for new moms, a.k.a. me? (laughs) Yes, actually, I have so many. My tip to any new mom, really, is your child does not care about money. Your child does not care about things. Your child cares if you love them, you spend time with them, and you play with them. Like, I could buy my child all the toys in the world, and she's going to want to play with the empty diaper box because, like, that's what's <laughs> exciting to her. So do not waste your money spending on tons of toys because it is not worth it. They don't play with them, or they do for, like, five minutes. <laughs> that's, like, my number one tip. My number two tip is I did not breastfeed, and I will say that it's not for everyone and I don't judge whether you do or you don't it's your own personal opinion but I will say it's a lot cheaper so if you can you probably should because formula is so expensive Mm. insanely expensive so that's another tip another one is I'm kind of like a psycho OCD mom like I get made fun of a lot (laughs) um and I've gone through like a few sicknesses with her already like colds and different stuff But not every sickness deserves an ER trip because those are expensive. And I will say I've done those. (laughs) (laughs) You can call the hospital and talk to the nurse first. (laughs) So I suggest that. Yeah. Like, I just need to know what's wrong. Let's go. Yes. (laughs) I'll just take her right in. And they'll be like, that's $700. I'm like, okay. (laughs) You probably should have just called because she just has a cough. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Wow. That's really great. So (laughs) I wish I actually knew what I was talking about right now. Hashtag baby brain. Oh my gosh. Did you have baby brain? Um, I definitely did. But even if I didn't, I would just tell people like, oh, just must be my baby brain. I know. (laughs) At this point, am I just blaming my dumbness on it? You can blame whatever you want on it when you're pregnant. I'm like a full believer. I know. Everyone, everyone, (laughs) like, lets you buy with anything. Like, I'm like, I'll eat like a huge meal and everyone's like, oh, you should do that because the baby. I'm like, yeah, the baby is what. Exactly. I wish I had I did, I did this before I was pregnant so thanks <laughs> I do actually have one more thing for you and I feel like actually two these are super important even after your baby is born I know it's super easy to be like super wrapped up in your baby and your hormones change and a lot is changing at once but you do have to make time for your hubby or your man and mm-hmm. even if that's like just like a date night in it's like a movie when the baby's asleep or a back rub or whatever just to know that he's important too because I feel like the man gets super neglected almost date nights are super important even after baby comes and I know it's hard as a mom to like let your new baby be out of your sight for a a second but it's super important for your relationship and if you establish date night early on and when the baby's first born then it comes more natural even if it's like once a week and you guys go get ice cream and pizza and then you just hang out watch a movie and you don't want to get a sitter but definitely make time for date night and then the next thing is just listen to your body because like I said you do have hormone changes and there's going to be times that like you just want to cry or you just feel like 
blah, or you just feel depressed. And that's normal because your body's like going through this weird shock after you have your baby, your hormone levels like drop. So it's okay to, you know, go through some postpartum, but I would talk about it even if it's just your partner. So he understands because men don't really know and you have to guide them a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Brandon is so clueless. He's, he tries to be helpful, but like, I'm like, if you shut up right now, I will punch you. Yeah. Like get like mad just because you're mad. Right. Like that's what you told me. Yeah. Because you want to be. Or just like, I just been really worried about getting postpartum depression and Brandon was like, well, like, don't. Like, <laughs> just don't. Well, the hardest part is because when you're a new mom, if you do anything without your baby, you feel guilty. Like, I still do. In your mind, you're like, that sounds so dumb. Like, why would you feel guilty? Mm-hmm. But you do. You feel, like, bad. Right after the baby's born, you feel like if you don't tend to this baby 24-7, you feel guilty. And then you get wrapped up in, like, oh, my God, I need a break. I, like, just need to get fresh air. I need to see, like, another mom or, like, another girl and have girl time because I'm going yeah. insane. Like, I had that so bad because when we were in the military, we weren't around anyone really new. And so I was just, like, 24-7, just, like, mom, 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 business, business, business. And then I was, like, oh, my God, I have no life. (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah. That's something I'm scared of, too. I was, like, I don't want to lose myself in this pregnancy and and being a mom because I – yeah, I don't know. I hear about that all the time or I not even hear it, sometimes see it. And I'm just, like, I can't let that be me. I have to find something that still makes me – me. Yes. Like you cannot feel guilty for taking care of you because when you are the best you and you're happy and you feel great, your child feeds off of that. And then you're being a better mom just by helping yourself. So you can't ever feel guilty. Right. right. Exactly. It's it's actually funny that you say that whole thing because as pathetic as it sounds, I'll leave my dog and I feel the same way. It's okay. It's your I can't baby. even imagine how I'm going to be as a mom. I'm probably going to be like miserable wreck every time I leave my kid (laughs) that's literally me still and she's almost two and a half (laughs) that's hilarious I just like to wrap up by saying that I think that no matter where we are as women you know if whether we want kids we don't want kids we want to wait we don't want to wait I think people really need to stop putting their you know guidelines pressing them on to other people right like you know so many people a young mom will tell you mm. oh you like you should definitely wait because that's like something that they would have wanted and I think right. it's great to give your two cents give your opinion give your experience but like everyone wants something different from their life exactly so, I think sometimes you don't need the extra negativity if it's going to be constructive criticism or it's going to be like mm-hmm. helpful advice then okay but if it's negative just to be negative like oh I don't think that you should get your kids circumcised you know like the stupid stuff yeah. like that it's like really like does it matter to you like Yep, and everyone will have an opinion. They have an opinion on your life or how you parent, and I let it go in one ear, not the other, because it's not your life. You don't have to live it. I have to live it, and so I'll live it how I want. I know it's hard sometimes to get wrapped up in what your family or friends say to you, but at the end of the day, they don't have to live your life. You do, so live it on your own timeline. Yeah, and ultimately, you know your kid better than anybody else. You know yourself exactly. better than anybody else. So nobody can say, this is what you need and this is what your kid needs. And I feel like I have already gotten so much like negative for pregnancy. Like people have told me like, oh, you're going to hit your body after the baby. You're going to, it's not, you're like, oh my God. Someone legit said I'm not, I wish I was exaggerating. And just like, you know, the decision on the name, the decision on, getting him circumcised or not getting him circumcised like everyone has their two cents or 
vaccinations and I'm just like oh my god can you guys just let me live right like it's overload almost like calm down I haven't even had the baby yet exactly (laughs) wait till you do right then it'll be even worse yes it is imagine what it's gonna be like so yeah as women Mm -hmm. I think we can do better stop bothering people I mean the mom group I'm in people apparently will get mom shamed in public over things that you don't like actually know you know what's going on so especially new moms like you have to live through it to learn it sometimes so right it's like a job in a way like the more experience you get the better you are at your job better you are exactly Mm -hmm. and that's why there's moms like with five kids and that's why they say like by you know like the second third like you just like don't even care anymore and probably not because you know you know you know what your kids do and don't do and what they shouldn't do so it does get easier but for those moms, you have to realize that you were once a first-time mom. So let first-time moms learn on their own. Yeah, people with five kids. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's cray. No, thank you. That shit's cray cray. <laughs> those moms are literally like beasts. Like, I don't even know how they can do it. Like, you freaking go because I I can't. So you have a girlfriend. You must have all that patience. And I'm just thinking too that vagina is probably like a rubber band at that point. Just oh watch the I think they're already rubber bands. Technically. I guess, yeah. yeah they tend to snap. No, they snap. Oh, they snap back. Yeah. See, that's Supposedly. also, I heard this thing that like your <laughs> vagina doesn't get back to normal until like five years later after birth. And I'm like, not true. Oh, not true. Okay, not well, true. someone's fucking with me because I know I'm afraid. <laughs> I have right? like legit nightmares of like labor and I wake up like in sweats and I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> like, I'm not kidding you. It is like one of my biggest fears, but in a way, like I can still see the beauty in it. I just think when it happens, I'm going to have to just not know in a way. <laughs> you don't. It almost like happens so fast. I was in labor for 24 hours. And for me, it even was like so fast. Like right. in the moment, it's not. But afterwards, you're like, holy cow, like it's already over. Like, it's right. Over. I did it. <laughs> oh my god I'm so nervous I have like 11 (laughs) weeks left and I'm like this can't be but I was induced so that's a little it's a little different so I wanted to and and see if you had any more like final tips for new moms or current moms young working moms my tip is to be the best mom you can be whatever that means to you and live your life for you because at the end of the day those people who want to judge you they don't have to live your ups and your downs so don't live for other people live for yourself take time for yourself don't feel guilty about it because a happy you means a happy mom and your body will eventually get back to where it needs to be or wants to be and <laughs> don't worry about that because it took me two years to get my body back but it's back you're looking damn yeah, good not girl. to be creepy tay has a great body yeah, absolutely. It gives me <laughs> thank you knowing that my body can snap back eventually <laughs> oh girl it can like there's some girls I know they're snapped back in like six to eight weeks. So don't, don't worry. Cause you already have a good body before. I'm not worried about you at all. Six to eight years, honey. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, it won't happen like that. I promise. Oh, well, thank you again, Tay, for being on here with us. We, oh, we appreciate it so much. And I think that you yes, gave so much me. valuable advice, insight, tips to not just working moms, but, you know, anyone who might have questions on if they could do motherhood, if motherhood's for them and anything along those lines. So thank you again. 
For sure. Thank you guys for having me. It was great. And like I said, if anyone wants to know about business, working mom, if you want to know about being an entrepreneur, if you want to just know mom tips, email me, call me, text me, and I will give you the honest truth. <laughs> Damn right. I'm not kidding. When I when I say I'll be in contact, you're going to get like yeah, a Yeah, like for sure. Hit me up. I will give you everything close. I know. Yeah. <laughs> 3 a.m. You up? <laughs> Okay, you might not reply that quick, but I and I'll be hitting you up at three a.m. Hey, I just had a dream again of labor. Oh my god! Oh god! <laughs> Nightmare, actually. She doesn't know what she got herself into by being on this podcast with us. Yeah, no idea. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, and uh, we'll talk to you over Instagram, of course. We'll stalk you. We'll comment. We'll like. <laughs> The rest Sounds of you who good. are listening should do the same because she's amazing. Yes, yeah, so go ahead and follow her. I believe it's Miss Tay Hall. That's correct, yes. right? <laughs> All right, it was great to be on here, and I will see you girls on Instagram. Sounds good. <laughs> All right, bye. bye. So what did you think about that podcast with Tay? Yeah, I thought it was really interesting, like, getting her insight and just seeing how motherhood is different for someone different because her story is going to be so much different than you know the story that I have but I think no matter what motherhood's gonna always be difficult in its own respect yeah I totally agree and I think it was kind of cool that we could have a good conversation about it and each had our own perspective yeah and I think that even like with our age like our fears aren't always that different but Tay just showed that when it happens you handle it and you you do it well I don't think there is a such thing as an absolutely perfect mom but she sounds like she's doing a great job she's killing it and definitely someone we would try to be like as moms definitely so thank you guys so much again for tuning in and we hope that this was really helpful for you guys and if you're not following us on instagram or facebook or anything yet you are so late so go do it right now so she did podcast easy peasy lemon squeezy <laughs> done with you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>